Now, here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. All right. That's what we're talking about. Let's go. Welcome to the first show of 2019 of our Chiefs Kingdom show. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Gladstone in the Northland, where there's some real Chiefs fans right here in the Northland. We are just south, just south of 152. Uh, Take uh, Missouri Road 1 exit if you're coming in from the north. Great location. We'll wedge you in here somehow. Another sellout crowd tonight. We have got a a big show planned uh, for you this evening here from the Hy-Vee Market Grill. And by the way, at Hy-Vee, this is crazy because you've seen what gas prices have done, right? Good thing. Hy-Vee's going to make it even better. This Friday and Saturday, January 4 and 5, we'll celebrate the Chiefs back-to-back-to-back AFC West titles. Uh, If you... uh, you'll get 25 cents off your fuel saver card for every $50 spent at Hy-Vee. The more you buy, the more you save. I think if you get 200 bucks, you get like a dollar off a gallon of gas. Gas, it's like 80 cents a gallon. It's like crazy. So anyway, that's at Hy-Vee. Also a reminder that the Cheese Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Moors. Cheese Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. All right, this score just in. Chiefs 35 Raiders 3. For the first time, I mentioned back-to-back-to-back. That's never happened in 59 years of this franchise. That is huge. And for the Chiefs to get the one seed for the first time ever in this format that started in 2002, that is huge. For the defense to hold a team to three points and have zero nada nicked defensive penalties. That is huge. And for a quarterback to have 50 touchdowns and 5,000 passing yards in a single season, only the second human in the history of recorded civilization to do that. That is huge. There is a lot to celebrate with this football team. And we got just the show to do it with this sellout crowd. Special guest later, we're going to hear from Coach here in just a little bit. But we have three three remarkable human beings with us tonight because our guest later in the show will be Pro Bowl long snapper, 15-year National Football League veteran, Kendall Gammon is with us tonight. And one of the top tight ends in college football. He's been awesome for K-State uh, and that's Blaze Gammon is here tonight. And the up-and-comer for the Pitt State Gorillas is uh, Drake Gammon, and he's here tonight. The Gammon brothers, Gammon boys are here with Gammon dad. The, Gam- the Gammon boys are all here tonight. All right, we got a terrific crowd here this evening. The Red Coaters are here tonight. All year they're here. Three new Red Coaters tonight are celebrating getting their coats this past game against the Raiders. Also tonight, the Taj Mahal tailgaters are here. Susie Bling Bling, Kent the Cake Packer is here tonight. The He Savage and the She Savage are here tonight from Savannah, Missouri. Awesome to see them. The Geeks are here tonight celebrating a birthday. Is Snowstorm Sandy with a home game. Uh, lives right across the street. Also, Cindy Lou Who is here. 
Autograph Geek, Weird Wolf and Weird Wife are here, running season. The Lake Lottawala Lake Rats are here celebrating four generations. Reed's Redheads are here and represented tonight. Uh, also, Hey Hey Paula's here again on her uh, venture around. Uh, D. Deb from Topeka is here tonight. The St. Joe Newbies are here. A group of rookies have driven down from St. Joe. Bill Leone is listening tonight, a huge Chiefs fan in Dublin, California. Uh, he is right in the middle of Raiders country. Well, what was Raiders country? He's uh, he's our uh, kind of spy in there, but he's listening tonight, Bill Leone. Also, a big crew is listening tonight from St. Croix, the Virgin Islands. They get together every week to listen to the show. Uh, the best ref in the state of Kansas is here tonight. I told you this is like a Laker game. You never know who shows up, right? Kim Kardashian walks in. Wow. Okay. The best ref in Kansas is here tonight. And the Chiefs equestrian team's general manager is here tonight. They're getting ready for the draft. So whatever horse you want to draft, talk to Kim. She is the general manager. And also here tonight celebrating a birthday with Snowstorm Sandy is Adrian, one year old from here in Gladstone. Sharing the birthday with Snowstorm Sandy. Okay, people. What we wanted, the only thing, the best thing you can accomplish at the end of a regular season is to win your division and be the number one seed. Only two teams of 32 have it. Saints on the other side of the bracket and our bracket. The Chiefs are the one seed, meaning everybody's got to come through Arrowhead on the way to the Super Bowl. If there's ever been a time, if the time is now, it is time to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. And the man who brings the hammer every week will be my guest when we come back because we'll have head coach Andy Reid to talk about how we're handling this bye week and going in as we start now on a quest to Atlanta to win a world championship. We'll be back with Andy Reid after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Third and five, Chiefs on their own 33, first drive of the game. Mahomes, clean pocket, throwing long, he wants Tyreek Hill, makes a catch, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City, a 67-yard bomb, and Tyreek Hill becomes the all-time leading receiver in single season in Chiefs history. Welcome back, everyone, to the hy Market Grill. We're in the Northland tonight. We're at Gladstone. If you want to put it in your GPS, it's 7117 North Prospect Avenue uh, in Gladstone in the Northland. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are the AFC West champions, uh, back to back to back for the first time in franchise history, and the one seed going into the AFC playoffs. And the architect of that is a guy who has been in the playoffs 14 times as an NFL head coach with double-digit playoff victories, head coach Andy Reid. First of all, before we move on, just congratulations on several milestones. Not only as a head coach, now you're seventh by yourself all-time in NFL history, but what this team has accomplished to this point. I appreciate it, Mitch. Yeah, it's been great, great people. I've been very fortunate to be around. So, um, and we've got we've got great ones right here. Um, even you, Mitch, doggone it, huh? No, but we, we're, listen, I've been so fortunate to be around good people. And, and the, the folks here uh, are phenomenal. Our fans, unbelievable. Uh, couldn't be happier. 
I won't go into it. It was six years ago this week. Everything changed. You made the decision to come here. That's for another time. One thing I want to ask you about, though, is defense, looking back at it, to hold the Raiders, who had been playing really good offensive football, to three points and yet take the ball away as well. What did your defense show you on Sunday? Yeah, they did a nice job. And the, the funny part behind the scenes is John Gruden and Bob Sutton are real good friends. And so they had uh, – this was uh, – there was even a more strategy involved uh, behind the scenes on that. But uh, I was proud of our defense for doing what they did. They, they really uh, – we really played well. Downhill football, aggressive football. Bob had a phenomenal game plan together. Uh, and the guys, they were all week just uh, – uh, bound and determined that they were going to get that that right, and they they did it. They did it with urgency. We did it with a lot of youth, um, uh, but guys learned from the week before and picked it up. and And I thought did a nice job. When I watched the tape, though, I was excited. They were flying around, like this was a defense that was flying to the football. How much can that carry over into the playoffs? Well, absolutely. You've got to do that. Everything's a little faster in the playoffs, so you've, you've got to make sure that you're flying around and you're attacking everything. You have a short memory. You, you know, listen, every once in a while you're going to get beat, and then you, how you handle that? You're going to come back uh, even stronger than the play before. You're going to back off. You can't back off at this level. I mean, you got to keep bringing it. And uh, You saw that yesterday with our guys. I mean, they, they, kept, they kept right after it. And also an explosive defensive play. You and I talked. You said, hey, we're going to make some defensive changes going into the Seattle game, play some of the younger guys. But I also knew with Sorensen and those guys back there, there's a def- an explosive play is coming. What does that mean to get an explosive defensive play in that Raider game to carry into the playoffs? Yeah, so when I say young guys, there were some young guys, but <clears throat> there were some vets that have been playing themselves back into the lineup too. So uh, Danny did a nice job. I'm, I'm a little partial because he went to BYU, but he, he still he did a nice job. I'm also hard on him <laughs> because he went to BYU, but he, uh, he did a nice job. He, they stopped playing. He didn't. And very easily, when the guy pulled off, there was a problem on the play. When the guy pulled off, he could have pulled off. But he stayed focused on the ball, looked it all the way in, and scored. And so, um, and then the congratulations afterwards was phenomenal between the guys. And, and uh, that kind of got us going. And, and uh, we didn't let up after that. You have a 23-year-old quarterback who threw for 50 touchdown passes and over 5,000 yards um, in passing yards in a single season. Only one human in the history of human civilization has done that. Uh, But what about your young quarterback, that accomplishment, and going into the postseason? Yeah, he did. He's had a great year um, up to this point, MVP caliber year. Um, I'm partial. I'd vote for him. So, uh, but he, um, uh, you know, he's got he's got games left here. And just like he has throughout the season, he's got to keep getting better and then be himself. He's got tremendous leadership ability, loves to play the game, comes to work every day, hungry and ready to get better. And, uh, and he's got to keep that, keep that focus all the way through. And you have the top two receivers in Chiefs history in a single season, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and the way those two have worked together with Patrick. Yeah, they've, they've got a great relationship. He likes them. And when the quarterback likes you, uh, that's a good thing, especially one with the, the arm this guy has. So um, he's not afraid to get it to him, and, and they, they don't have to be wide open for him to get it to him. Uh, and those guys, listen, they've earned, the, they've earned that, uh, that respect for, from their quarterback. And uh, you've got to be able to do that if you're going to have a good offense. The other thing you've earned is a one seed. Uh, before I get to that, I want to ask you, too, about another defensive mark. You led the National Football League in sacks this year. Uh, what does that do to carry you into the playoffs? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of the big guys. I mean, they, they've uh, they've rolled and done it the right way. They bring it every every play, whether it's the outside linebackers, D line, inside backers when they're asked to, or secondary players when they're asked to to bring it. Um, uh, they bring it and they're they're relentless. And so you, you're going to need that uh, down the road here. Got to tighten up a couple things here and there. Uh, but we, we got to make sure that we keep bringing it with that attitude, and they've done it throughout the throughout the year. And and like you said, the the numbers tell you that. Uh, I watch them every day and how they go about their business, and uh, I love seeing uh, their energy at practice. I'll ask you about the home field advantage next week when we know who we play after the weekend. But I do want to ask you about the bye week. How do you handle it? What does it mean for you to possibly have all hands on deck by this uh, playoff game? Yeah, so there's a balance. There's a balance where you need to get away and get get a little rest, but at the same time, you need to work. And so uh, we've had some rest down through the stretch here uh, with the Thursday night game. Had a mini-bye after that. Had the bye week late, late. Um, and the, we had the last bye week along with the Rams. And then um, and so we, we've had some time time off there to recover a bit. So uh, we'll get we'll get some work in, but we'll also get a couple days where we're away from it, and uh, and the players can rejuvenate and get themselves back and and ready to go. And being the one seed, you could play the six seed Colts, you could play the uh, Ravens, or you could play the Chargers. Now those last two, you've still got a warm play sheet on for, uh, but you scout all three teams. How do you do this? Yeah, so two of them we already know. Um, uh, we'll we'll freshen up on it, and uh, um, and then we'll get to know Indy, and we we don't care who we play. We, you don't care about that right now. You, all the teams are good, so or they wouldn't be in this position. So, we'll, but we'll take a look at Indy as a staff and make sure that we we kind of got that at least uh, a foundation on on them, and then uh, freshen up on the other two, and then whoever uh, gets a call, we'll, we'll be ready to roll. Sell out crowd here again at uh, the Gladstone Hy-Vee Market Grill. We're going to let you get back to work because I know you're not going to stop. Uh, you're going to go at it full throttle. But anything you want to say to the fans? Well, first of all, hi to those redheads. And I can't wait, whoever it is, whoever we play, I can't wait to get them in Arrowhead in front of the sea of red, man. Uh, and then let's roll from there. And the Redheads are here. Stay tuned. We'll have more from the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Gladstone after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Martin lines up wide. They have four eligible receivers in an empty backfield. They've got the tight end right. Jared Cook single. They're going to single him against. And that interception made left side by Sorensen. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. Dirty Dan all the way to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. An explosive defensive play by Dan Sorensen. An EDP, we call him. That was huge. Welcome back to the Ivy Market Grill in Gladstone. If you want to join us, again, we're just south of 152 on Missouri Highway 1. Uh, so a great location and a huge crowd here tonight. So here to celebrate back-to-back-to-back. AFC West Championships and a one seed uh, in the AFC playoffs. Also, another shout-out, birthday, Snowstorm Sandy and one-year-old Adrian is here tonight sharing the birthday together. And BCE's here tonight. Big Chief Eric has made his way into the uh, crew. And a big uh, congratulations to our new red coat, no, red coaters and our newbies that have driven down from St. Joe. A reminder, hi V. Every Monday special at High V through the month of January, they're gigantic. Uh, consider your Monday made with High V. Every Monday during the month of January, just check out 
Uh, you can follow your local Kansas City Hy-Vee store Facebook page each week and find about how Make My Monday will make your Monday uh, with Hy-Vee. Plus, I know you all have your Patrick Mahomes shirt, the official one. Uh, they're on sale here tonight, I believe, as well. And here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill, half-off sushi. Get the new year started off right. Yeah, half-off sushi and then half apps and taps every day from 4 to 6. And a reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom is brought to you by Bad Boy Moors. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. Well, a guy who broadcasts with an attitude, and he played with an attitude in the National Football League for 15 years. The pride of the Rose Hill Rockets in Kansas, national champion at Pitt State, and the current analyst on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network and one of the more popular men of the Chiefs Kingdom. Give it up for the snapper, Kendall Gammon. Thank you, Mitch. It is uh, so great to be here this evening. It's great crowd. Awesome. Great crowd. I tell you, uh, and, and we got the best ref in Kansas here tonight. I, yes. mean, we, I mean, it's just celebrities show up at this. I, I just don't get it. Hey, hey, Paula. I mean, so it's uh, pretty cool. But we're also, this football team and you and I, I feel like we're on the air during a game. Isn't it kind of cool? Uh, but to see the way this team has kind of morphed together. I'm going to take you back. Let's just start in St. Joe at training camp. And what have you seen this team do to get to this point? You know what? I think people learning how to play with Patrick Mahomes, I really think the team themselves understood to a degree what was coming. Uh, but then he took it to even another level, and I think he took it to a level that even the coaches didn't see coming right away. And I think that's amazing. You know, you talk about him throwing people open, and what, it, what happened was as an offensive lineman or as a, a receiver, uh, you understand that the play is never over and that number 15, 1-5, uh, as Kelsey calls him, is, is always in play and you've got to go uh, full tilt until the whistle. And he, he really, to me, he just helped take the level of everything up a notch. And you and I sat there each and every day in training camp, and it was special. You could see it happening, and you could see him gaining the trust and even more importantly the respect of guys who were much older than him. I mean, it's very difficult to lead as a QB when you're young, and yet he's done it uh, leaps and bounds, and, and it's his team. There's no doubt about it, and you saw that that manifested itself in training camp. But how difficult is it? You played 15 years in this league. You're part of 15 locker rooms with three different teams, including seven with us. But how difficult in a Super Bowl team with the Steelers for a 23-year-old, 22 that turned 23 during the season – to have that kind of command in the locker room, how unique is that? It is very unique because it doesn't happen very often. And the fact is, since he came in here from day one, he has handled himself the right way from not doing endorsements and, and just keeping a low profile last year to, to how he came in each and every day and worked, as Big Red says, uh, listening to uh, Alex Smith and just taking note of everything. And, and it, it, goes to, it, it goes to show that – uh, the, the way he was raised, the, the type of environment he was in. You know, I've got a good friend, Dan Smith, who's the CEO of Waco down in Pittsburgh. Uh, he played in the majors for 13 years. He was he was teammates of uh, Patrick's dad. And we were talking about him. He goes, I'm not surprised that he's that way at all because his dad was the best teammate you could ever ask for. And so I would expect that his son would be the same way. And so he did it the right way, but again, then you have to show it each and every day, and that's what he's done this entire year. And, you know, I remember my days with Pittsburgh. Uh, we brought new players in each and every year of those four years, and that was Coach Cower, former defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. 
And the last piece of the puzzle to get us to the uh, Super Bowl was Kevin Green, went in the Hall of Fame a couple of years ago, the long-flowing uh, mane of hair who, who, who sacked like nobody's business. And it was about what they added to the locker room. And for and, and he was a 9-10, 11-year veteran, but for somebody to add to the locker room as essentially a rookie in his first season is something that you, you can't overstate how not only important it is, but how amazing it was. Yeah, Kevin Green was bad. Boy Moores. Um, you knew that was coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm telling you, he was, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. The two top receivers in Chiefs history are on this team in the single season. This team had the fifth fewest sacks in the National Football League. So how much of that is Mahomes? And what about Kelsey and Hill in particular in how they learned to play with Patrick? Well, Throwing people open and understanding that the play's never over. Uh, you know, so many big plays came when Patrick got outside the pocket. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm all over the, the board here. But when you talked about the, the least sacks or not very many sacks, well, the, the, the offensive line did a great job. There's no doubt about it. But Patrick buying time, extending plays. And then once that starts happening through the season, now all of a, all of a sudden as an offensive lineman, you know, you don't want to be the guy that gives up the sack. You don't want to give be the guy who allows him to get blindsided or something. So you're you're working your tail off, and it just manifests. It just kind of snowballs. It's uh, it, it's it's just the, the little pebble on the top of the 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 uh, the peak that all of a sudden turns into this avalanche and gets things going. And that's what you have happening now. As far as Kelsey and and uh, Tyreek, uh, what's amazed me is. And I'm not amazed. It's just nice to see in this day and age of fantasy football, and there's nothing wrong with that. But these guys, they, they've got one thing in mind. They want to win a championship. And as a player, you understand when you have a window, you have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I remember recognizing it uh, when I was with the, the Steelers. I remember being with the Saints and recognizing that it was not possible. Uh, but uh, So a, as a player, you understand that you've got a chance, and it's very evident that, that Kelsey, Tyreek, uh, Justin Houston, all those guys, they get it. They understand that, that this is their time, and they're conducting, conducting themselves in a way that would signify that. And so it's, it's to me, it's pushed an unselfishness. And I know talking to a lot of people inside the locker room, inside the Chiefs organization, uh, the locker room has never been as together and as, as cohesive as it is this year. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I can't overstate how important that is uh, to a playoff run and to a Super Bowl run, is making sure your team's together in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey. And you think about it, Kelsey's first game, he had one catch for six yards. He had the greatest year in the history of the Chiefs for a tight end. Think about who that took out. Okay, how encouraged were you defensively? This team's made, I think, significant defensive changes since the Chargers game, the loss to the Chargers. How encouraged are you to see that and zero, not a nicked penalties on the defense? Well, that's amazing. You're right, and I, I hadn't noticed that one. Um, but I, I think the big deal is certainly you've got the edge rush that makes a difference, and when you can pressure the passer, that makes your defensive backs better. Now, uh, getting Kendall Fuller back was great. I think getting a, a lot of work for Charvarius Ward is, is big also. I thought he played very well not only this week but last week, and I think he made a jump from last week to this week. And then I think the other thing, to me, even though his his, his streak went down for sacks, that was 11, correct? He's 11 yeah, straight, And, and yeah. Chris Jones, you saw him get involved in the run game. And, and, you know, he had a couple tackles for loss. You had a couple times where he didn't touch anybody, but he was in the backfield, and he, he sheepdogged him to somebody else, and he wreaked havoc back there, and that helped with the run game. And then they got their yards running-wise, but I think – 
big plays. I think maybe the, the longest pass. At, so, at one point in time, it was 13 for a run and 15 for a pass. So I they think didn't, 15. They didn't I think have, that's right. Yeah, so they didn't have the chunk yards. And, and a lot of that had to do with Chris Jones. And this is a very, very unselfish player because we all know he should be in the Pro Bowl. There's just as a defensive end to begin with, but as a defensive tackle, which is what's to have that many sacks and do what he's done this year is, is phenomenal. He's, he's a special t- type of athlete, and to have this type of attitude, it, it goes right back to what we were talking about with Kelsey and Tyreek, which is this unselfish attitude, understanding uh, what you have in front of you and the chance that you have coming up with this playoff run. Hey, when you play defense like that, that is – it's also – and you know how this works, Okay. Here you go. When you play defense like that, you know it's time to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. You know, I wanted to do what Dustin did. I think he just He broke flat. the table. Yeah, we flew in yeah. from Dubai. Well, you, we flew it in from Dubai. The uh, Prince of Dubai donated a $20,000 well, He He's the one guy that's still on the team that was a teammate of mine, so I understand that. I get it. Well, and he's, it's a funny. He was mic'd up the other night. That is really yes. funny. When he has to go find well, his glove. I was down there before the game uh, talking with the equipment staff, and I saw I saw them getting his pads ready to go and micing up. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> and it was. It was good. He Check did not disappoint. Chiefs.com. I've said this about uh, Kendall, and I've known him ever since he signed with us. What is it now? Uh, 19 seasons ago it would have been. Uh, and I followed your career when you were with the Saints, and – uh, because I mentioned anybody that's from the Chiefs' kingdom, and when we play him, and when we played you, I'd say he's from Roseville, Kansas, Pitt State, national champion. But I want to ask you about one thing, because you and Will Shields are the two best, in my brief 25 years of doing this, of preparing for your second career while you were in the National Football League. What about your conscious effort to do that? It's interesting because Kevin Lockett was talking to me how he talks to Tyler, now at the Seahawks, obviously, about that very fact, prepare Use this to prepare for your second career. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I always said that this was the best temporary job I would ever have, and you're only renting that seat. And I was lucky to be in it for 15 years. Um, you know what? I was making plans to get out of the NFL the minute I got in. Not that I wanted out. I just knew at some point in time I would be out. And, you know, I tried to network the best I could because you have so many doors open. And if you uh, if you handle yourself right with people while you, you have that chance, uh, then those doors tend to stay open, and they have for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate, uh, uh, number one, because of my career and some things I've done, to be able to, to have the time I had with my two boys, which I love dearly, is, is, is first and foremost. But then, you know, now working for my alma mater, I'm the assistant to the president for Pittsburgh State University, and um, my, my speaking endeavors and trying to help folks and, and – and, you know, help them maybe get some of the success I've made and then also help them, you know, shy away from some of the mistakes I've made in my life, which are plenty. Uh, so uh, it was always just understanding and I always said football, and I love football, but football is what I do. It's not who I am. And, you know, I, I wrote my life mission statement April 17, 2005, and the last couple lines is I will not be defined by the job I have but by the emotions I stir. Yeah. And and that's what I want to do, and that's what we try to do when we're when we're talking to people in the kingdom <laughs> is stir some emotions when we're talking about the best football team in 2018. So um, so it is it is really really nice, and that's what I've tried to stress to my boys is is be as authentic as you can, and, and you know you know be coachable, look people in the eye, uh, and, and really 
take advantage of, of whatever opportunities you have, you know, and, and you know, they're, they're 10 times the, the person I ever hoped to be. So I'm very, very fortunate. And that's, you know, that, that, that's a credit to their mom as well. But uh, either way, just very, very fortunate to have played in the NFL and being a part of the shield. I respect it. Yeah. We're going to hear from the boys here in just a little bit, but before we do that, I'll give Kendall this compliment. I've done it before. He revolutionized the game in the national football league. You only have 53 guys, seven are declared inactive. Then it's only 46. And so for years, the long snapper was always had another job to do because it's like, why would you waste one of those precious spots on just a guy who snaps the ball? Linebackers, wide receiver, anybody you could find to try to snap the ball. Kendall changed the league. He became so good at it that every team wanted a Kendall Gammon. And now all 32 teams have a dedicated long snapper. And this is the guy that changed the whole game. So it's pretty cool. The other thing I would tell you, he's an amazing juggler. Amazing juggler. He's been with Barnum and Bailey. I kid you not. I'm not making this stuff up. Center could, ring center ring twice. Center ring twice. I mean, with the clown nose and the whole bit. Now, did the boys, are they they're right they, there with They you. can juggle. Yeah, both yeah. of them can juggle. We, we had a little deal. They learned to juggle. And once they learned to juggle clubs, we went online to a website that you could design your own club, so they each got to design their own club, and we bought them clubs. And, yes, there are websites that do that, so um, you learned a lot of things tonight. But, uh, yeah, they, they can both juggle. Craziest thing you ever juggle? Um, machetes, torches. Sure. Uh, machetes, torches, yeah. Yeah, something it, like it, that. Yeah. Bowling balls. Yeah, that's, that's very all normal stuff. Hey, when you can juggle like that, do it again. Here we go. It's time to put the hammer down. <laughs> Kendall is really good in his career. These boys, though, are something else. We're going to find out more about the boys of Gammon when we come back. We're at the Hybe Market Grill in Gladstone getting ready for the playoffs, people. We'll be back with the boys of Gammon after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Another throwing down the field, adjusting the rock caught. It's caught by Demarcus Robinson, and he's wide open near side. 20, 15, backpedaling into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. An 89-yard pass, and Patrick Mahomes now has hit 5,000 yards passing and 50 touchdowns in a single season. Welcome back to the Hyvie Market Grill in Gladstone. As we celebrate that... And to get 50 touchdowns and 5,000 passing yards in a single year, only Peyton Manning did it in 2013. For Patrick Mahomes to do that, that is huge. Speaking of huge, I have a huge young man in front of me right now. Uh, we have some K-State football fans in here tonight. I know the best ref in Kansas that way. Uh, Grammy Tammy also here. But he is, in my opinion, one of the emerging players in the country as a tight end. He's been a uh, will be a three-year starter at Kansas State University. We've talked uh, to um, Kendall Gammon, but I want you to give it up for a real hero of the Chiefs' kingdom who has become a terrific football player and student at Kansas State. Give it up for Blaze Gammon. Thank you. And if you want to YouTube him tonight, just look for number 89, a real gigantic guy. Congratulations on a great career there so far. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, had a had a great few years and looking forward to one more with K-State. Love the catches that you had in the Texas Tech game. Your guys' biggest win of the year probably. And 
I'm like, all right, they're throwing in the ball. That's a good idea. I know. It was exciting to get out there a little bit and get the ball. So that was that was fun. Yep. Now we'll get you in the end zone. <laughs> uh, what about blocking for 7,954 consecutive plays? Yeah, that's uh, you know the last two years that was mainly mainly what I was used for and uh, probably probably my biggest strength. But uh, it's exciting. I mean, I take as much pride in blocking as I do in the few catches that I got this year as well. Well, you make uh, a lot of us proud. Those of you who knew you even as a young boy but Kendall you played in the NFL for 15 years you won a national championship at Pitt State just to see what Blaze has done uh, in the Big 12 conference and playing at a power five school what's that mean to you oh, it's it's so awesome because the fact of he walked on there he earned a scholarship and, and he started played from his freshman year on and just how he went through everything you know again I mean I wasn't good enough to play it play there with things so it's just been fun to watch him embrace everything and it's with both boys is whatever they they do they attack with a ferocity that i that i love uh, he does well in school as does drake and uh, i mean it's just pretty cool yeah and also he has a red light on top of his head meaning blaze so if airplanes don't fly into him uh what are you now at six eight yeah a little bit over six seven for the official height well unofficially you're just keep planes from crashing into you. Uh, you also need to know just how what an amazing student he is at Kansas State. Uh, you already have your undergraduate degree. Yes, I just graduated uh, this December with a degree in finance and a, a minor in leadership, and I'm going to start my thank you. I'm going to start my uh, my MBA in data analytics coming up this spring, and I'll finish that up in uh, in May of 2020. That is awesome. That is huge. Okay, how many else got their masters in data analytics? I tried. I get, yeah, I got through the first week. Got, got out of there. But it's awesome to see that. And you've had a leadership position on the team. Uh, final question. And then we're going to bring up the next star, of the Gammon crew. Uh, but uh, you would have played on Coach Snyder's last team. Uh, I was part of his first one, but he played his last team. And then, I mean, I was a broadcaster, didn't play. But then to be on Coach Kleiman's first team. What's what about that? Yeah, it was uh, it was it was kind of a, a crazy moment, you know, when we when we did realize that it was going to be Coach Snyder's last uh, last time. You know, we didn't we didn't know that for sure until about a week after the last game. Uh, you know, such a such a huge career at K State, but we uh, the the team got to meet with Coach Kleiman uh, right before we left after finals, and I think pretty much everybody is is very excited. Um, we're we're looking forward to it. Uh, I know he's got the national championship coming up in just a few days, so we're wishing him good luck for that, but we're really excited to, to get back with him in January, too, and get things rolling for the, the 2019 season. We'll give another cheer for Blaze Gammon, number 89 at K-State. We're going to move in now. A guy who's one of my all-time favorites. I'm going to tell you he's one of my all-time favorites for a lot of reasons, and he's the other part of the triumvirate of the boys of Gammon, uh, and that is Drake Gammon. And Drake is at Pitt State right now, the football team. They moved you to tight end, huh? Yeah, a uh, bit of a change from what I did in high school. Like, played quarterback some in high school, played O-line in high school, so kind of settled down at tight end. So <laughs> a lot of, lot of changes there, but it's going well. Here's what's great about uh, Drake uh, in the fact that you were able to – there's not many people at any level of football that can play quarterback and left tackle, but you <laughs> did it. First of all – how crazy was that? The other thing you need to know is he had a knee injury that was probably as tough as anybody could have, and you came back from that, and you're playing college football. That is awesome. A way to go, my friend. All right. Thank you. To play quarterback and left offensive tackle and now tight end. 
Yeah. What, what tell us about that? Uh, so yeah, I kind of just got put into quarterback. Went with it my freshman and sophomore year. Sophomore year, I was doing really well with it and everything. First game, I dislocated my kneecap, and so then did it again in basketball. So I had surgery, and then that from there it kind of stopped playing quarterback from there. And then I just wanted to try and get on the field however I could, and it ended up just being with injuries. Got put to left tackle, so went from there. I've got some folks listening tonight that deal with resiliency, uh, and they know who they are. They're listening. So you have been so resilient and a terrific student athlete. Kendall, to see what he has gone through, I'm telling you, Drake Gammon is a favorite of mine. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I wa- he's a favorite of mine also. He, he and Blaze both. But to watch him, you know, be playing well as a quarterback his sophomore year, have his knee torn up. I was with him in the in the, the room when he was kind of out of it, and they had to push things into place, and you dealt without yelling. He doesn't remember it, thank goodness. But then to come back and play his junior year and start as a quarterback and then them go a different direction with things and him – uh, willing to, do, to go to tight end, and then they said, well, you'll get on the field and you could you could save it a little bit if we went to left tackle. Not many people have played or started left or started quarterback their junior year and left tackle their senior year, then go play t- uh, tight end at, at Pittsburgh State. But he did it, and, you know, he did great in school this year, just like his brother. And, the, the, you know, obviously I'm the proud dad here. You just have to deal with the dad brag. But couldn't couldn't love these two guys any more than I do. And, um, yep. Well, you know, I'll brag on them. And I'm a friend of the dad, but I'm also proud of you. Now, you get to do it before we go to break to close out the show. When you fight and as resilient as this dude is right here, because airplanes will fly into him, too, if they don't put a red light on him, it's time to put put the the hammer hammer down, down, baby. And that's Drake Gammon doing it. We'll be back to close out the show. Give it up for Boys of Gammon tonight for being with us here on the show. Back to wrap things up from Gladstone after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. The Chiefs have beaten the Raiders 35-3. The Chiefs have won the West, and now they set their compass on the other three directions. The Chiefs are the number one seed in the AFC playoffs for the first ever time in this format that started in 2002. Kansas City Chiefs finish the regular season at 12-4. They are the back-to-back-to-back AFC West champions for the first time in the 59 year history of the franchise welcome back to our hy Market Grill in Gladstone and hy has got a cool stuff half off sushi on Wednesdays here half apps and taps every day from 4 to 6 p.m. also their fuel saver savings January 4th and 5th save 25 cents off for every $50 it just goes up as you uh, have more uh, and buy more. So Bad Boy Moore is also sponsoring the show. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. Mo with an attitude. Big thanks to the men of Gammon tonight for being with us. Kendall, I thought almost as much as getting the one seed was getting the bye. What does this bye week mean for this team? Huge health. You get your legs under you as a player to uh, go through the season. It's long. It's arduous. And um, it's kind of nice. They had the bye late this year. Then they had the Thursday night game. And now this comes along. I think Big Rick talked about that a little bit. But not only uh, physically, but the fact of mentally being able to, to, to not have a schedule for even a day or two is like, striking gold uh, this time of year just to be able to relax a little bit but then they'll get back into things and and yeah it 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 means a lot but again we got some guys that are a little bit banged up and so you get them even healthier 
Folks, we have waited most or all of our lifetime for this chance. It's on, and now it's on us at Arrowhead to help bring it home. Thanks for coming out tonight at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Gladstone. Next week, we will be in Olathe at 151st Street on Monday night. We're back to Monday night next week. We will know who the opponent is. If the Colts win on Saturday afternoon, it will be the Colts. If the Texans win, we got to wait until Sunday, and you know who's playing in that game. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks to the men of Gammon. And join us next week here on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom Show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.